Before we get into today's episode, I want to remind you, in case you missed it, that I just relaunched my online course, Jumpstart Your Habits, a four-week plan to increase consistency and accountability and lock in your personalized daily routine. This program has been three years in the making, and it is designed to give you all the pieces you need to successfully and consistently lock in healthy habits now. If you've been hanging out and perhaps watching or listening from afar for a while and just waiting for the right time to finally go all in on your healthy habits and routines, this is it. In Jumpstart Your Habits, you will learn over four weeks how to plan and execute your new daily routine to calm decision fatigue and decrease frustration and inconsistency around your habits. You will also learn how to build in accountability to keep you on track. The Jumpstart Your Habits plan will give you the tools and inspiration on your journey to creating and locking in your new daily choices that will impact and ultimately create your life. Are you finally ready to take control of your habits and your daily routine and stay consistent? Are you willing to do the work to learn and practice a new system that will lead to your habit success? And are you ready to up-level your habits and your daily routine so that you can really love your life? If you found yourself nodding your head and answering yes to these questions, I'd love to personally invite you to check out more details at jumpstartyourhabits.ca. Contrary to popular belief, locking in good habits and staying consistent isn't just about having more willpower. If you follow a system and build in layers of accountability, it can be so much easier than you think. And after intentionally working hard on my own habits and routines for the past three years and experiencing so many positive changes in my own life, I couldn't be more excited to lead you step-by-step in creating a roadmap for consistency in your new habits moving forward, as well as the blueprint to go back and add in whatever healthy habit you want to tackle next. If this interests you at all, don't wait. The doors are closing tonight, Thursday, June 3rd, 2021 at 8 p.m. Eastern, and this course won't be opening again for a few months. Let's get after it. Welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 19 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Today's episode is episode 154 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I want to talk about the needs and wants of your future self and the needs and wants of your present self. I got thinking about this after reading a book that my friend Yoda recommended. It's fascinating and is another book that really scratches that itch for me of why we are the way we are as humans and why we do or don't do the things we do. The book is called The Molecule of More, How a Single Chemical in Your Brain Drives Love, Sex, and Creativity and Will Determine the Fate of the Human Race. It's by Daniel Z. Lieberman and Michael E. Long. The book asks this question, why are we obsessed with the things we want only to be bored when we get them? The answer is found in a single chemical in our brains, which is dopamine. 
Dopamine ensured the survival of early man, and thousands of years later, it is the source of our most basic behaviors and cultural ideas and of progress itself. Dopamine is the chemical of desire that always asks for more, more stuff, more stimulation, and more surprises. In pursuit of these things, it is undeterred by emotion, fear, or morality. From dopamine's point of view, it's not the having that matters, it's the getting, getting something, anything that's new. Dopamine is why we seek and succeed. It is why we discover and prosper. And yet, at the same time, it is also why we gamble and squander. The book is so great, and I highly recommend it, especially if, like me, you are intrigued by why we do what we do as humans. So the book begins by talking about up versus down. So it gives this example. When you look down, you can see your hands, your desk, a computer, a steering wheel, a book, a newspaper. These are things that you can touch and they are in your reach and you can control them right now. These are things in your possession in the present. Now, if you look up, you might see the ceiling, the sky, the wall, the window, buildings, trees, clouds, whatever is in the distance. The thing that all of them they have in common is that in order to reach them, you have to plan or think or calculate. Even if it's only a little bit, it still requires some coordinated effort. Unlike what we see when we look down, the realm of up shows us things that we have to think about and work for in order to get. These things are in your future. In your brain, up versus down are handled very differently and by different chemicals and processes. In the down world, which is the present, the things and circumstances that you have now, here and now chemicals are involved that let you experience what's in front of you. They enable you to savor and enjoy, or perhaps fight or run away, in the here and now. But when you turn your attention to the world of up, which is the future, your brain relies on a different chemical, a single molecule called dopamine that not only allows you to move beyond the realm of what's at your fingertips, but also motivates you to pursue, to control, and to possess the world beyond your immediate grasp. It makes you desire that which you don't yet have, and it drives you to seek out new things. It rewards you when you obey, and it makes you suffer when you don't. Whether it's reaching across the table for the salt shaker or flying to the moon in a spaceship, this chemical gives us command over distance, whether geographical or intellectual. It is future-based. It is the source of the itch that drives us to want to have more, to be more, to be better. It is the fuel for the motor of our dreams, and it is the source of our despair when we fail. It is why we seek and succeed. It is why we discover and prosper. And it's also why we are never happy for very long. The book goes on to talk about dopamine's role in creativity, addiction, mental illness, and even our political leanings. It really is a fascinating read. So the piece that I took out of the book relate, that relates to self-improvement and habits, which of course, as you know, is my jam, is that there is a balance between the drive of dopamine and the experience of here and now 
through the here and now chemicals. So if you're interested, the here and now chemicals are things like serotonin, oxytocin, vasopressin, and endorphins. Endorphins are like your brain's morphine. And there's also a class of chemicals called endocannabinoids, and those are your brain's version of marijuana. So as opposed to the pleasure of anticipation via dopamine, these chemicals give us pleasure from sensation and emotion in the here and now. So what I also learned in the book is that some people have a more dopaminergic personality and they are always future focused. They're always wanting what's next. They want more, more, more. They can never just chill out and enjoy and savor what is in the here and now. And some people may lean the other direction into the here and now chemicals, and it's tough to get them motivated or to get them to get after anything. So the key here is to find the balance of these two that will let you go after and achieve your dreams, but also appreciate the ride. So the whole point of self-improvement and self-development is not to get to some shiny, all-encompassing end goal and then to be done. It's to focus on little things you can do every day to be a tiny bit better version of yourself, but also to be really proud of yourself and celebrate each step along the way. As my online pretend best friend James Wedmore says, the destination is the doing. And in my opinion, that's a lovely succinct way of describing this dance between dopamine and the here and now chemicals. So all of that said, how can we balance the needs of our future self and our present self? Our future self is that version of us who is the one that we see out there and is having and being and doing more. The one who is consistent with her habits, who has reached the goals and dreams that we set out for her. Our present self is in the trenches of the day-to-day. She is working hard to be consistent with her habits. She is sometimes feeling discouraged and frustrated and wondering if things will ever be different. She is also able to feel and enjoy and savor life right now, whatever that means. And that is something that our future self cannot do. She can also decide in any moment what she wants to do, and then she can do it. That's our present self, I mean. So when I think of it like this, I realize that for me personally, maybe I have been at many times in my life and maybe lately too, I've been too focused on the future goals and not focused enough on the process. So obviously it's definitely still okay for me and for you to have big dreams and goals. I love the challenge of the pursuit, the ups and downs and the wins along the way. But this also reminds me that I can consciously, intentionally appreciate right now and where I am on this path. The goal isn't the destination. The goal is the GPS, which gives us some direction, but really the destination is actually doing the thing, even when it's hard, and then appreciating the fact that you're doing the thing. And for whatever reason, there are some humans who, when it comes to their big dreams and goals, At some point, they just decided not to play. They decided not to do the thing. They are on the sidelines instead of in the arena. Now, maybe it's possible that they are just content with where they are and they are leaning into those here and now chemicals. And if that's the case, amazing. But if this is something that resonates for you and you have big dreams and you've tried and tried and tried again and then failed and failed and failed again, and as a result, you've just decided that it's too hard and you're out? Consider this. Have you ever seen a toddler learning to walk? 
They try it and then they fall down. Then they try it again. Then they fall down. Then they've tried again. Then they fall down again and again and again and again, hundreds of times. Now we don't say to them, Hey, you know, you've given this a fair shot and you just keep falling. So maybe why not give it a rest? Maybe this whole walking thing isn't for you. That would be ridiculous. So when we're thinking about our own goals and dreams, think of yourself as I'm just on my first baby steps of figuring this stuff out and I'm going to fall down a lot before I figure it out. Think of it as failing forward. If you don't keep trying, you go nowhere. You're not even in the game. Failure is part of the path to learning to walk, and it's also part of the path to your future dreams and goals. No matter how many times you've fallen down, you can decide in any given moment to tap into your dopaminergic brain and get back after it. You got this. A friend of mine who has just gone through an upheaval in her life is exploring this balance while she is in the unique position of being able to start again and to create whatever life she wants. She has in the past been a bit dopaminergic and always like, what's next, what's next, what next? She said it like this. I want to live the life that I have, not the one that it ought to be or that I wish I had or that it used to be. Honor your future self by setting your GPS to the goals and dreams that you desire and then let go of the future and the past and get focused on enjoying the present. Even if it's not perfect, It's really the only thing you have. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Let me know what you think of this dance between your future self and your present self. I hope that it has encouraged you to get after it, but also to enjoy it as you do. For questions or comments, send an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get my attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. As usual, you'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. This is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. And we also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. But you know, also enjoy it. Thank you.